you have your provider looking at you saying you need to lose weight, your BMI is this, your, the number on the scale is this, but really that's not the complete data. And so she helped me understand what numbers we were looking at beyond the scale, that we can't just step on the scale and judge ourselves, our progress on the scale. Uh, there's so much more to it. Hello, this is Lance Farrell with Life at Level 10, where you get inspired to live your best life. Hi, this is Lance Farrell. I have a very special guest on today by the name of Sarah Dreck. Sarah, how are you today? I'm awesome. Thanks, Lance. Fantastic. So tell everybody a little bit about Sarah. Who is Sarah Shrek? Yeah, Sarah Shrek is a mom, a mother to a 10-year-old um, who I consider my coach. And I'm also a very busy nurse manager at a major hospital here in the Twin Cities area. Okay, yeah, you're busy. So what was your life like before you did Ferrell's? And people that are listening, they got to know right away. You won the $10,000. It's a big deal. We'll talk about that more later. But what was yes. your life like before you started Ferrell's Extreme Body Shaping? It was pretty sad and depressing. Um, I was tired. I felt worn out. Um, I was unhappy. Um, I felt like I was just kind of cruising along in life and really missing out on all that was possible for me. It sounded like you had, you nicknamed it Ed, which you call your eating mm -hmm. disorder. Tell, tell yeah. everybody about that a little bit. What, how did you determine that you had that and what were the issues? Right. Yeah. Looking back, I think uh, I had that much of my, well, I did have it much of my adulthood and it probably stemmed from some trauma that I had pretty early on in life. And that's even something I have been working on here the last couple years, even since Farrell's. And um, my eating disorders specifically are overeating and binge eating. And so much like any other addict, I use food as my crutch. Um, to cope with the trauma, the depression, the anxiety, and of course, with overeating and binge eating um, that put on calories. And then in addition to that, you add not a high activity level. And so that resulted in myself being morbidly obese. What was your way up to? Um, at one point, even prior to Farrell's, I was almost 300 pounds. Okay, when I joined, I'm only five four. Okay. So that quickly gives me a very elevated um, BMI. I think my BNI when I joined Ferrell's was 40, 42, maybe 45. Um, so definitely morbid obese. Yeah, yeah. And so why did you start Ferrell's? How did you hear about Ferrell's? What made you take that step? Because that's a big step. Right, right. I was at a point where I knew that I had to do something extreme. No one, no one pun intended to Farrell's extreme body shaping, but I knew that I had to do something extreme. And I think I was kind of unknowingly waiting for that sign to kind of come to me, what was going to grab my attention. And what grabbed my attention was a great, uh, old classmate of mine back home, um, Anna. And she had just completed her 10 week 
at, I believe it was the um, Plymouth location, or maybe it was the North Loop location, I can't recall. And I saw her results, and I saw how much fun she had had. And she had talked about the community at Farrell's, and I thought, maybe I should check that out. And so I I remember vividly searching for the nearest location near me. Um, I had a couple options, and I decided to go with the Andover location in the northern part of the Twin Cities. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, uh, at five foot four, 300 pounds, morbidly obese, it's not the easiest thing to kickbox. You no, know? So no. What were some of the struggles you had along the way, and how did you overcome those? I think early on, just breathing, to be honest. Um, I, <laughs> um, coordination's really not my key. So I remember during the warm up going, okay, this is just the warm up. Hi, I'm not feeling very coordinated, but in addition to that, I could feel my heart rate was just skyrocketing right off the beginning. So I felt warm. Um, it was harder to breathe. And I would say in addition to that, just really feeling sore fighting through that soreness and not giving up those initial first couple weeks, knowing that I had to show up to kind of keep my body moving, doing the stretching, the foam rolling, drinking the water, um, but just really keep showing up. And that was going to be the best recovery for my body versus kind of laying around. That was, that was the biggest struggle at that weight. Yeah. can imagine. Um, what's one of the first wins you can remember? Like, oh, I did that. I can't wait. I just did that. Yeah. Completing my 10 week. When I signed up for Pharaohs, <laughs> I only signed up for the 10 week program. I signed up for the 5 a.m. class. And I honestly didn't think I was going to complete it because it was a 5 a.m. class. And I never get up at 4 a.m. at that point in my life. And so I thought there is no way that I'm going to do that consistently. So that was my biggest win, um, almost having perfect attendance my 10-week and then um, being runner-up as well in my 10-week. I realized, wow, I, I did this. 10 weeks really wasn't that long. It went by way faster than I would have ever imagined. And so that was really my biggest when right off the bat, and I remember wearing a black dress to my 10-week party that had at that time sat in my closet for, I bet you, over 10 years, and I fit in it. And that was something that I would have not imagined happening, happening until several months down the road. And here in just 10 weeks, I had accomplished fitting into a dress. That's a great story. Yeah. Uh -huh. Did Did you... So uh, where do you work? You work? Yep, I work in uh, in a hospital, Am Health Fairview Hospital here in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Was anybody noticing those changes in you? Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, not just in appearance, but also uh, my demeanor. You know, I was showing up to work with more energy. I appeared happy. Um, you know, they were noticing I was bringing my food to work. Um, I was drinking my water. Um, they also noticed that I often, I was coming into work with new clothes on because I remember really cycling through new clothes quite rapidly. 
uh, <laughs> because it wasn't just about the pounds of fat that I was losing, but it was also I was toning. And so it was literally looking like I was melting away. Yeah. So you went from 300 pounds to what was your finishing weight when you finished your one year? Yeah, my finishing weight, I believe, was 162. Okay, which doesn't mean a lot to people when they hear that, but you actually put a lot of muscle on. You had a very, very um, impressive finish and journey because you your arms got big. I mean, you put muscle on like very yeah. few people have done in our program. Right, right. And I have really great genetics of skeletal muscle mass too. Um, I say it's because I grew up on a farm and I, <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have farmer's blood in me. And I remember you and I having that conversation at Cabo actually, Lance, um, <laughs> you wondered where I got my muscles from. And so, yes, I have really strong genetics. I'm naturally blessed with a lot of skeletal mass. And so I remember sitting down in my five-week check-in uh, with Cindy, the owner of the gym, and her looking at me going, do you know what you've got here? And I had no idea. Nobody in all my 30, 40 plus years had pointed out to me um, my potential and the advantage that I had in being a better, stronger, more healthier person. Yeah, when you have somebody that's a professional coach like Cindy and she's met and worked with so many people, she recognizes the talent. She recognizes the potential. And she will not be afraid to point that out when she sees it. Mm -hmm. And it's so nice of her to do that because I'm sure that inspired you like no other. Right, right. She saw it in me before I could in myself just by looking at the numbers. Whereas yeah. in the past, we've all done this where we dread going to the doctor's office. You have your provider looking at you saying you need to lose weight. Your BMI is this. Your, the number on the scale is this, but really that's not the complete data. And so she helped me understand and the coaches at the gym, what, what numbers we were looking at beyond the scale that we can't just step on the scale and judge ourselves, our progress on the scale. Uh, there's so much more to it. Uh, I think sometimes people get frustrated by the program because they're jumping on the scale and they're not seeing that number going down, but they're not understanding at the same time they may be putting on muscle mass, um, uh, what they've ate might be influencing the scale. And so for her to look across the table at me during that five-week check-in and say, um, your, numbers, your numbers are looking better than what you think they are. And here's why I could never be a 115-pound woman, even at 5'4", uh, because my body, this is how my body's made up. I'm mm -hmm. different, and I need to really tap into that. And she showed me that potential. Do you remember what your body fat percent got down to? Because it was pretty low. Yeah, it was 13. Pounds. Yeah, it was 13%. Wow. You know, for women, that is extremely low. And that's mm -hmm. the abs were showing, you know, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's go back to that. So when you started your 300 pounds at your at your final challenge, you were 162 pounds with 13% body fat. Give me the dress size at the beginning, dress size at the end. Well, I know pants size, I was 24. And I'm sure that those were tight. 
And I was fitting into size four and size six pants. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. I never remember wearing that size, not even in high school. Yeah, that's so fantastic. So, you know, you won the $10,000 and it's not an easy contest to win because we have so many people with such great results. So that's something for you to be very proud of. And But $10,000 is a lot of money, but it's not a life-changing amount of money. But people are very curious what you spent that money on. Yeah, yeah. Some of that I put towards travel. We take a lot of vac vacations yearly. And then the rest of it, I actually put towards some cosmetic surgery, um, which uh, I had some loose skin. You can see that in my photos. I had also had a pregnancy in addition to being obese. And it was a, a hard yet easy decision. But with talking to other people, I understood that I deserve that, that it's not a vain decision, and that I had worked really hard to get those abs and that body, and I wanted to um, be my most comfortable and not worry about continuing to uh, feel shameful about some loose skin. So I I put it towards some surgery, and I did some um, travel with the money as well. Fantastic. What advice would you give somebody just getting started? Because a lot of people come in really scared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a huge commitment. But it's one in the end that is so worth it. Uh, all you have to do is just keep showing up. The hardest part is getting through the door. I remember feeling that way. I remember being told that. So the most important thing is just tell yourself, just get through the door and Farrell's takes care of the rest. Your coaches are there, the other gym members, the community. So you just have to get through the door and the rest of it's kind of magical at that point. Uh, 45 minutes of a class goes by really fast. It's only 45 minutes of your day. It's instructor led. So you really just have to keep your eye on listening to the instructor and doing the work and showing up. And and part of it too, a very important part, and you even had the eating disorder, but you were able to manage that. It's about planning your nutrition all the time, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And for myself, I did a lot of tracking of my food on a free app. In the beginning, that was really helpful because even though I've had some classes in nutrition as being a nurse, uh, I didn't understand it myself. So it was really helpful for me in the beginning to track my food, attend the nutrition uh, sessions that were offered by Farrell's at my gym location, read, read the food plan that was provided in the handout book as well, and really learn what I needed to do to balance out my nutrition so that I could see my full results. So mm -hmm. did that mean on certain days I ate more protein? Um, how my body responded as well um, to maybe say more carbohydrates or more protein, kind of finding that balance. So nutrition was definitely key. And I figured it out along the way and made tweaks as I needed to, to continue to see results, because as you get closer to your goal, it becomes a little bit more challenging. You really got to 
tune in to what your nutrition is. Um, but part of my background with the eating disorders is I had done a lot of work with intuitive eating too. So really paying attention to my body and honoring what my body needed, but also from a physical but mental standpoint too. So I always had a cheat day. Um, I really don't even like to call it a cheat day, to be honest, Lance, fun because day. Yeah, fun day. it was just a fun day. It was like, yeah. I knew that I had that to look forward to. You deserved it, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like, what am I going to have for dessert? And what am I going to have for my meal? And that took the guilt out of that day as well. Yeah. You know, and our program, as you know, is based on what bodybuilders have known for years on how to get really fit, lose the body fat. And some of our people actually, like Cindy, has gone and done bodybuilding shows. And so she is like one of the greatest people ever to help coach people through that. I'm sure she helped you while you were there as well, plus the other coaches and instructors. Right. So what are your goals now? What are you, what are we looking for? Yeah. Well, I just had a birthday and I'm nearing 50 very soon. And Whoa, so, happy birthday yeah. coming up. That's yeah, a big one, 5 well, no, I got a couple more years, but I okay. feel like... Well, you'd never guess you're even close to that, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I guess it's those good genes, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'm always kind of working and challenging my strengths. Um, I love to lift weights. I think that's one thing that really I loved about the ferals, other than beating the bag three days a week as well. <laughs> Best therapy, by the way. Um <laughs> But I'm always challenging myself with the weights, um, with my strength and my capacity of how much I can do and always working on technique, too. So um, that's kind of where I'm at now and really just continuing to try to work towards being in my best state of health, both physically and mentally. Mm hmm. Um, so let's go let's do some just speed level 10 speed questions for fun. What's your favorite food? Pizza. What's a food you would never eat? Anything that's still crawling and alive. <laughs> What's your favorite exercise? Lifting weights. What's your most despised exercise? Running. <laughs> What's your favorite non-FXB physical activity? Ah, uh, power lifting. That's a very healthy activity. Yeah. What's on your bucket list? What does Sarah want to do in the next five or 10 years? Oh, yeah. Heading into reaching the big 5-0, I want to actually do a master's competition for power lifting. Mm. That's a really admirable goal. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that I missed talking about or asking that you want to share? You know, I just want to share that people have to remember it's a journey. So there's not really an end to anything, whether it be the 10-week challenge or the one-year challenge. Uh, life happens. Life can get really muddled and crappy at times. And we just have to remember that we got to keep ourselves uh, as primary and give yourself grace and just continue to kind of get up every day and ask yourself, what am I going to do to get my movement in? How am I going to feed my body? 
And how am I going to take the best care of myself today? I would say, I think I, I was a head coach at the gym for quite a while and I instructed and so many times students would come in feeling like they fell off the wagon, they were beating themselves up to the point where they didn't even want to come in that day. And that does ourselves no good. So we just have to remember to give ourselves grace. Life is a journey. Uh, we just have to get up again and keep going forward. Great advice, Sarah. And I look forward to you holding this massive trophy or medal from winning this master's <laughs> powerlifting competition that you're going to win, I'm sure, because I know how dedicated you are when you put your mind to it. Yeah. Thanks, Lance. Yeah. So nice having you on, Sarah. Thanks for coming yeah. in. Yeah. Good to see you. We'll talk okay. soon. Bye. Bye. And until next time, this is Lance Farrell with Life at Level 10. Please be sure to like it and subscribe if you'd like to hear more episodes.